Hi, you're listening to Mystically Inclined with Fiona and Mo. A podcast featuring conversations that explore what it means to live in alignment. From the practical to the mystical, we're here to challenge our beliefs, learn from each other, and grow together. And have fun. And have fun. (laughs) Okay, today on the show, we have Angela Stevens. She is an amazing yoga instructor. She has a new studio where she does one of our favorite meditations that we've ever been to. Um, the studio is called Shakoba, which means little feather. And you'll hear a little bit more about why that is significant. And we just totally loved hearing her story. And she was like, she was like so peaceful. Like yeah. you listen to her and I was just like calm from the get go. Mm-hmm. Um, and then stay tuned. She does do a little mini meditation at the very end of our conversation. Probably shouldn't listen to it like while you're driving. Yeah. Listen to the first like 45 minutes while you're driving, but then pull yeah. over and take yeah. 10 minutes to Yeah. Reset. It was really good. It's very awesome. Loved it. We hope you enjoy Angela Stevens. Well, welcome, Angela. We're so excited that you're. we get to be your first podcast. Yes. Thank you so much. And thank you for having me. I like to look at the smiles as I see you both. So that's the good news. <laughs> that's good. We'll take it. Yep. We sure will. So just to, to introduce our audience, we met you through a mutual friend who told us about your amazing meditation class. And I think after one class, we were both like, what was that? Because that was not (laughs) just your average trying to lay still. That was like (laughs) transformative. And we need to talk to her more. Thanks. Thank you. And you know what? You're not the first to say that. And it's every time I hear it, I'm very grateful. Um, I actually am laughing because I've had people refuse to get up and not want to leave. (laughs) and then one woman said to me and I I still think of it often she's like am I okay to drive (laughs) after class and I thought I hope so because we're gonna have problems if you're not um so I now I've learned you know through many years of practice but with the studio just because I really bring in and and it's the first time that I'm really standing and embracing my truth and my gifts but um, I make all my announcements before class because mm. I feel like after everyone, I don't know where everyone is, you know, <laughs> some are, are floating on, on the ceiling, <laughs> some are floating on the ceiling, some are just like, oh, I'm in the message I just got or, or what have you, or they're just in a deep relaxed state and asleep, perhaps, and that has happened too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maureen, didn't you fall asleep or did I make that up? I think Somebody I might have teetered right on the edge. But yeah, it was mostly I like awake. that edge. I like yeah. that in between. Yeah. That's a good time. Yeah. My husband said that I had fallen asleep, but I didn't feel like I had fallen asleep. Yeah. There's a window of time, you know, in our, when we're just about to fall into sleep that in between, you know, and, um, that is where I find there's extreme power. So mm-hmm. I feel like when we're there, that's where we can really make some shifts and we're kind of open. So yeah, that's a good place to be. Yeah, it was about a 40 minute drive to your studio. And everywhere I drive, I mean, even if I'm just going to the grocery store, I'll be either listening to a podcast or an audiobook or music. 
And I remember after the first class, I just had no urge to put anything on. I just drove home quiet. It's like, I love that's that. weird. And I love that. Yeah. Something sh- just, shifted. Yeah, yeah. And I think we, when I do a healing here, I often tell people, you know, when they're planning to come um, to not make any plans and they probably want to be quiet um, for a little while, just to kind of, you know, you know, validate what you were saying, or, um, I like people to be in nature, mm-hmm. you know, to connect and in quiet, you know, maybe with some trees around or with some shoes off, just feeling the earth, that kind Very of Very cool. Yeah. It's like intuitive. You want to do that after your class too. Like yeah. when my husband and I came, we were like, we're not quite ready to like go back to life yet. If that makes sense, you know, we just kind of like sat outside and just reflected on, you know, whatever came through and whatever happened in class. So it was, it was cool. I think that, um, and I think that that's a true, a very true statement. I mean, obviously it was your experience, but, um, I think when I have people come in, my intention with the studio is to have an experience and, to let it happen organically and every single person you know i always feel is doing the best that they can with the hand that they're dealt and so when someone comes in and they have they're having this experience you know i i i feel that they want to just savor that and that come that there comes you know that comes the quiet comes in and then you want to carry it over and you don't want to talk or you just want to kind of let it just resonate more deeply before you, you know, go out into the energies of the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. John That's was so funny true. after class. He was like, I don't know where I was, but it wasn't here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or someone will say to me, what just happened? <laughs> like, wow, I or, or I love, and I actually just had this today. Um, during, you know, I, I led in a meditation before, class we did a deep stretch you know you know that body prayer that we do and uh then after when we went into shavasana you know just talking about whatever it is that i was talking about because i i don't know usually uh what's coming but it always connects and it's always for you know whoever needs to hear it um but you know someone just said you know wow i thought about my grandfather today you know i haven't thought about him in a really long time and he really, I could see him today and I can remember this, this, and this about him. And I haven't thought about that in years. So it was, I love that, you know, that's, and it's of course honoring. So it's, it's, yeah. you know, before us. So beautiful. Yeah. I was going to say that must feel like such an honor to be able to um, just help people get there. You know, I, I think, you know, for me personally, I do think it's, I'm very, I say thank you all the time, but it took me a really long time, a really long time to step into it, Mm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. We're curious to learn how you've been able to step into it. I was reading on your website that you worked as a social worker for many, many years prior to getting into offering these beautiful meditation and yoga classes. Um, Will you tell us a little bit about that path? Yes, I will. Um, So I ended up, I was a right out of college, a social worker for child welfare. 
and I worked in the trenches, I would say, in treatment. You know, being young, I wanted to save the world. I didn't really kind of understand. I mean, I knew some things based on my own history, but I didn't know a lot of things. And I was, you know, I learned a lot quick. And so I would see, I, and I, I was well-rounded in the agency. So when I say that to you both, I mean that I started as a treatment worker and then I went to permanency and I worked, you know, in the court systems, you know, and, and giving permanency to children. And then I was an investigator and I investigated reports that came in. And then I, you know, was promoted and I was promoted again. And then I was, you know, supervisor, you know, that's when I left, I was to that level. But um, I, I saw so many things. I, I, I needed to really take care of myself. Um, and I started, as soon as I got into it and I started to really see things, you know, I'm a strong, I'm a big empath. I'm a strong empath. I'm a highly sensitive. So I would witness things or read things that had happened to my clients or, you know, be in a crisis situation and have to intervene, you know, by myself or with the police or whatever. And um, I just had a lot of secondary trauma and I couldn't, you know, I, I couldn't let go of a lot that I saw and experienced. And I started to do extreme self-care, you know, so meditation, yoga, of course, you know, self-care is as simple as just walking and, and being in nature. But I, I found I gra always gravitated to a spiritual path. So I would often for my own well-being meditate and like look for signs to let to reaffirm that I was doing right by my child that I was serving. Mm -hmm. You know, I always taught, try, I tried to have every client. I was always respectful, no matter what happened. And I always treated every single one of them, no matter how horrific the parents were to the child or not, you know, I'm just giving that as an example. I always was respectful to that parent in my dealings. Like I was always just like, how can I help you and how can I help this situation? But of course the children were, you know, first and foremost, and then the family unit obviously as well. But um, so let me give you an example. So I would look for signs and I started to really take care of myself spiritually. I would do like hands-on healings. You know, I'd go to like a spiritualist church and do a, you know, a healing circle. Um, I was very drawn to the, you know, uh, native ways. And, you know, I like, I, you know, I believe that our, our life is a circle and that we're born and we have childhood and then we have adulthood and, um, you know, it continues. And then we go into our adult childhood, which is being elderly. And then we mm. change worlds, then we change worlds, you know, so it's this circle. And that's always been my just knowing and belief. And so I would always look also for signs because I always felt like I had guardian angels and, and support around me. And so, for example, I remember placing this child who was severely abused by both of her um, parents, and I was placing her in, a, in her forever home, and um, I did. And, um, you know, I'm working in a system, and I have to, you know, abide by the rules and the laws and, and do everything they tell me to do. And I did. And I needed to, I was praying so hard to ask God to just tell me, you know, did I do right by her? Because I want to serve her and make sure that she is okay. 
And so I was leaving one highway and I had to take a extension ramp to another highway. And I have a thing with, you know, I am into my power animals. One of them is a hawk for me. So as I was driving, the hawk came parallel with the car and flew with me. I could see under the mass of the wing, right? And stayed with me all the way until I got onto the other highway. And I thought, my God, what just happened? Like what? I'm like, okay, okay. She's going to be fine. It's all good. Like they're a great family. It's going to be work. It's going to be great. And then I went on with my rest of my week. And then I ended up going with a friend to a spiritualist church where I would do, you know, once in a while go. And it was very inspirational and it was a, tr a far, but I, I did the little uh, journey, went there and there was a woman speaking and she was an older woman and she was very spiritual. And I don't know her background, but I do remember her. Um, and she said to, she was, you know, we did this, they did this uh, service. And then after she said, you know, I have a message for you. May I come to you? And I thought, sure. And she's like, how about that hawk? Wow. And I thought, yeah, how about it? And so I, from there on, I've had so many of those experiences that I you know, the universe always provides and it's always just like divine timing. So every single thing I experienced led me to here. And so I wanted to learn more. So I learned more about energy healing. And then I learned about, you know, I always am I'm looking and reading about shamanism. And, um, and then I got, I got fast forward in my life. I got married. I had my first child. I was very afraid of childbirth. <laughs> so I didn't know what was going to happen. Um, and so I uh, was like, well, I, what am I going to do? Because I'm not going to, I don't want to be a, again, I'm laughing when I say this, I didn't want to be a hero. I'm like, I'm definitely going to take, you know, any kind of epidural that's happening. Um, <laughs> but how can I like ease my mind? Because I am so fearful. I mean, I would read a book and I would say, oh my gosh, like I have everything in that book. Like, what am I going to do? <laughs> like everything's wrong. Um, yeah. So what to so expect <laughs> is the worst book to read when you are expecting. <laughs> took it away and hit yeah. it because I couldn't handle apparently yeah. the book. <laughs> I couldn't handle it. Um, and so I, I met this woman who was a great, she was my mentor and her name was um, Barbara and she has passed since, and she was a medium. She was a hypnotherapist. She was, she did extensive meditation and, and she was amazing and the most gifted human that I've ever met in regards to just foresight, insight, you know, just mm -hmm. guiding. Like she was just a little powerhouse and um, the fabulous hair, I might say. And, um, she, I did hypnosis with her and I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Like you can actually shift your mind and your thoughts to create your reality. Like who knew? And people think, oh, you know, hypnotist, you're going to be on stage. Well, yeah, there's those, but you can also become hypnotized. And it's just like that state we were talking about, you know, just like that state between being fully alert and awake and then being asleep. So like if you're driving and you miss an exit and you, you're like, oh my God, how, how did I just miss that exit? Or if you're reading a good book and you're so in it, then you're like, oh my gosh, what, you know, how long has it been? It's been like 20 minutes and I'm in this story. So I wanted to learn about that. And so that's another thing I did. So I do hypnosis here at the studio as well. And I also wanted to, you know, I wish as a child, I was taught 
that I could actually manifest and create what I wanted and that I didn't have as many limits as everyone told me I did mm-hmm. and that I could actually shift my mindset or my thoughts about something that someone else planted and I bought into, right. You know, that, that were barriers for me now as an mm-hmm. adult or as, and so I also during COVID noticed like a lot of adolescents, um, you know, having anxiety and people just having anxiety, you know, all together. So I was like, well, wow, why don't I, you know, how do I become, you know, in Connecticut, I'm a hypnotist. If I went to, you know, Massachusetts or New York, I'd be a hypnotherapist. But the point is, is that how do I get certified to that? So I did that and I got licensed in the state. So here in Connecticut, I have that. So, um, yeah, so I, I really explored, you know, using what we have and already know and uh, using the tools within us um, to try to make ourselves better. And that's my classes too. Like that's the intention to make you the best version of yourself in your own timing. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Wonderful. How did you decide Mm -hmm. to finally make the switch out of the system? When I left. Yeah. That's a great, that's, thank you for asking me that. All right. So I will share this story. My nine-year-old still thinks I'm cool. So she probably won't get mad that I'm sharing it. Um, enjoy it while you can yeah because my older <laughs> ones do not think I'm probably they're like oh here she goes is she staging the house again um <laughs> what is she doing what is she doing what's happening um why are all these stones around <laughs> <laughs> so I had my I have two children and then I had a couple of losses that was like this is great and Going back to that woman that I was talking about, she pulled a few people aside, reached out to a few people, and she said, hey, I think you, I don't know how many there were of us four, are very gifted, and um, I don't have any children. I want to teach you a little bit. So there was, in this group, I was one of the person, people that she asked, and then there was this healer, and I swear he was just one of the most powerful people, another powerful person that I've met. And uh, it was incredible. He could like bend metal with his mind. I mean, I've seen whatever. The point is, is that getting off track. Um, I was saying to him, like, I always wanted to have another child and he sent me some healing and lo and behold, I ended up getting pregnant later in life. I would do go before going to my doctor's appointments, I would do, or right after I would do Reiki, a lot of Reiki, I'd go for treatments for myself because I needed to not buy into what they were going to tell me. I needed to not buy into the story of you're old and, you know, you've had two losses, although they're not connected, you know, we don't know the reasons, you know, you're, I just didn't want to hear all the things that were going to be wrong or, or could be wrong. And I didn't want myself, I didn't want to buy into those stories. Mm-hmm. So I ended up doing all this Reiki and uh, I remember I would always see emeralds and I thought to myself, um, what, what's with the stones? I mean, it's in my birthstone. I don't wear jewelry that much. And I'm just like, I don't know why I keep seeing the stone. So I left that session and the town that I was in, had this kind of new age store near the place where I was getting the treatment. So I went in there after it's always fun to go in and you just keep smelling, you know, in the sense that it's kind of keeping you in that mindset. And um, there was a book on stones and I picked it up and it said, Emery um, em- emeralds adding harmony to a functioning unit. 
And so I named my daughter Emery after that experience, hmm. my youngest, and I had her. And then I thought my I'm not going to put her, I didn't want to put her in a facility because I had investigated a lot of the facilities and that's fine. There's great facilities out there. I just, it was my own thing. And um, I said, well, I'm going to take a leap of faith and not stand in fear. And I'm like, God, give me a sign. So I have a thing with feathers. And um, the day I resigned, I found nine feathers. Everywhere I went, I found a feather. Wow. And they were right at my feet or right in my car. And they were not just small feathers. I'm talking about like large feathers and hawk feathers and turkey feathers. And I put them all in a vase and they found nine. And um, for me, nine is completion. Mm. So I found nine and I said, it's time. It wasn't easy. I taught a lot. I, it was a different life. You know, it was a lesson in humility and I love humility you know I love humility you know I I gave up a lot and I just went for it I had support and I went for it and uh, so I just taught for a little while and then I ended up teaching school here and there a couple of years at one school and another and um, I decided two years it was it'll be February open so a year before that I'm like I'm going to take a chance on myself I don't know I think there's a lot of people that are like-minded that will get me. I'm a lot. I think, you know, I laugh about it, but you know, I know there's something more and I know that you can heal yourself. I know that there's support. I feel that the energy in the world at times is depleting and we get shaken and we lose sight of, you know, things. And so I wanted to bring an experience to people where they could feel just better you know, just, just heal and just help them. So that was my prayer and my intention as I did this. And I opened in February and here I am on your podcast. So it's going, I don't really advertise all that much. I like to keep it pretty simple. You know, word of mouth speaks volumes, I think, you know, yeah. so the experience so, speaks for itself once you go too. So Thank you for saying that. And, uh, you know, a lot of people are like, you need to do this and you need to do that. And and I listen because, you know, I'm floating on the ceiling. I mean, the last thing I want to do is sit <laughs> and, you know, crunch any kind of a number, you know, but <laughs> it's not what I want to do, you know, but I have to learn. So that's my thing. I have to try to, <laughs> I'm trying to straddle these worlds and it's pretty funny. So I, I just, but I have to, and I, and it's fun. And I'm just like, you know, when you're of service and of that nature, you know, you tend to be like, oh, let me just help you. Let me just give you all I have. Like take whatever I have. It is yours. <laughs> and I kind of, I, I can't do that. <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> I'm working on it. Totally. I love okay. that though. I think we, Maureen and I talk a lot about authenticity and it just sounds like, it sounds like you've stepped into your authenticity in a time frame that works for you, right? Instead of like you took a risk, you kind of jumped off the deep end there and then you slowly let yourself get there, even with your business. Like how organic, how beautiful and organic of a way to grow. That's hey. just like, you know, tell someone you love that you love this class and bring yep. them with you next time. And that's and it. Thank you for saying that. And then that's exactly it. Like I just... And this is what is the most awesome thing for me. Like I 
even an example of just meeting both of you, you were brought by someone. I um, want people to feel something, you know, and, and then feel in a way in which it makes them feel so good, so connected that they are willing to share. And this community, I've been, I always, I pray all the time. I'm in a constant state of prayer. And in this community that I, I pray that people that come in this door, you know, that they are like-minded. And I ask that the people come in that are genuine and that really, you know, that they're, they're good. And I mean that they, they're, they're in here to be open and experience. And if they're a little hesitant, I get that, but, you know, I pray, you know, let, let like minds come in and, and let this grow organically. And this community is so amazing that I have clients yelling at me. Did you punch my card? Like, like, like they're just like, cause I do, I want to keep everything really simple. So like they'll, someone will buy like a class card and they'll, you have to punch it to come. And I, sometimes I, I forget, you know, which I'm working on. Um, and uh, I have people yelling at me all the time. They'll just yell. You need to punch my card. I want to see you do it. You know, give me one, one woman came in back to grab the hole punch that I had in my hand. And she was like, I'm punching my own card because you're talking. And I want you to make sure you get that I owe you money. <laughs> so, you know, it's, but again, it's about, you know, I respect that everybody that comes in, they respect me and they see my worth and I see their, theirs, you know, everyone has worth. Yeah. That's Absolutely. such an impressive, it must've been such a massive identity shift. I mean, I feel like mm -hmm. as hard, and I don't think it's a job I could ever do to work in the social work department or as an investigator, oh, I'm sure it was heartbreaking, but I feel like that also probably gave like such a good sense of fulfillment and validation. And then to switch gears to, you know, be teaching or <laughs> doing yoga, I'm sure is like such a major identity shift. It is. And I think it's also, you know, where the town that I live in is a beautiful town. I feel like I feel like immensely grateful to live in such a beautiful place, you know, and I, I feel that it's it took me a long time to come into my own. It did. It wasn't an easy, <laughs> you know, I a lot of work. I'm always working on myself. I mean, aren't we all works in progress? I like to think of myself as making strides, you know, or even baby steps, some days, baby steps, you know, I mean, I was so tired yesterday. I just didn't sleep well that I was just like, I better not commit to anything today. Cause I don't know <laughs> what's going to happen. Like I need to be already, you know, I love that though. I, I would much rather hear somebody say it took a long time and a lot of work than like, Oh, I just finally figured it out. And then here we go. No, no. And then I remember, and this is actually funny of this beautiful woman. I mean, beautiful woman. And I say that because just, just like, I was like, wow, she's so beautiful. <laughs> and she was like, I was with at, at an event with my daughter years ago when I was not ready. I was not ready. And every time I would move the seat and it was a crowded gymnasium with lots of people and seats. And it was, we were, you know, spectators at, a, at an event and I kept moving and she was she followed me a couple of times and I knew she was trying to sit with me and I'm like, Who, what's happening? <laughs> and um, finally I sat down and she sat down and she's like, listen, I heard about your gift. I was like, who'd you hear it from? You know, like, I was so like, who told you? And she's like, I'm sorry. And I'm like, um, I'm like, the, uh, no, <laughs> no. 
And then I couldn't help myself. Of course, I had to say a few words to her, but I was just like, I, the poor woman, now I think about it. And she was just like, oh, I heard about your gift. And I was wondering, I'm like, no, what do you mean? What are you talking about? I don't know what you're saying. And who'd you hear that from? I want to know who it was, you know? Yeah. Because <laughs> I would only not let people see a little bit, you know? Mm. I just wasn't ready. And um, so now I sent her tons of blessings. And um, I did see her about a year ago somewhere in town. And she's still beautiful. And I was just like, and I say that, I mean, we're all beautiful in our own way. But I find that it, it's funny when I think of that story. Because years ago, you know, go back 20 years, you know, you want to, you're a young girl or young woman, and you want to hang out with, you know, the, the beautiful people. And, and, you know, you don't want to shun them away. <laughs> So to speak, you're like, you know? get away from me. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, what do you mean? And I'm like, who told you? I mean, that's horrible. Like, that makes me feel sad. Like, I don't, I, and then like, she never talked to me again. And um, that's all right. I send her blessings all the time because it was a great, it's a great story. It was a great learning because now I see what I did and I'm like, that was not nice. Like, I should have not, the poor woman, you know. Anyway, so, um, but it worked out and um, I didn't, I wasn't ready. And there was lots of times, you know, I remember like being an investigator and, um, you know, you got to follow your gut. You know, I just had that sense. And I think that was a great tool for me, a great tool because I had to use it, you know, and um, there's, there's a lot of energies that, you know, you, you have to learn to, to navigate and some are really hard. We all have them. You know, I, I still run into those hard energies. We all do. And then it shakes you a little from your core, you know? Mm -hmm, yeah. I bet. One, one thing that I noticed in your offerings, which I think is so cool, is that you have a class for kids. And um, I know I have a 13-year-old daughter and they, she was just telling me the other day in her health class, they're going to have a whole month-long unit on meditation. And she was like, That's Mom, awesome. I hate meditating. <laughs> I can't believe we have to do this for a month. Yeah. Like, it's so good. It's but so good. Do you have yeah. any suggestions to make her <laughs> like it? <laughs> well, I mean, it's the unknown. They think they're just sitting there, you know, wasting time and they can't quiet their minds, you know, and, and yeah. I think that that's the tool that I'm trying. So I find it very easy to work with younger children. I have this class um, for youngers. I've done adolescents. I have, you know, adolescent clients and, um, you know, they, they, their mind is so busy. I find it's hard to slow down, you know, and people don't yeah. like meditation because they're like, I don't get it. I just sit there, but you, it's, it's progress. You know, you, you have to start with like one or two minutes or three minutes, and then you progress and you go longer and longer. And then it becomes like, oh, I could actually hear my soul speaking, or I could actually hear the answers I need to hear you know? Yeah. So it's just, it's about, I love that they're introducing that. So yeah. that's why I think starting young, like I, I talked before, I think I mentioned, like, I wish that someone told me when I was younger, oh, you know, you can be, you can, you're a creator of your own life. You can manifest what you like, you know, and there's ways to do it. And so, um, and meditation's great, you know, planting those seeds, visualization and, and using all the tools that you already have. Um, I think we've just moved so far away from it. Now, now it's coming back. It seems like it's everywhere. You know, mm -hmm. there's yoga yeah. everywhere and everyone wants to, you know, the, learn about energy and healing. And that's because we're all, you know, we've become most of us so far removed from it. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, it's time to come back. You know, I'm, the, the good news for her is that they're going to teach her now and then hopefully 
it'll grow on her. And it might speak to her, not speak to her now, but maybe five years from now, she'll be like, oh, maybe if it's one little thing that she gets from yeah, it, you know, that's true. I think the journaling too is, is really good, you know, mm. in meditation mm-hmm. or, you know, at night when you're quiet, because mm-hmm. that could be a form of meditation in that stillness, you know, like that. Mm-hmm. So, but the breath is really, I mean, isn't that about emotion, regu- you know, our emotional regulation too, like breathing. Right. Right. You know, like with my little kids in preschool, I would, or pre-K, I would, um, last year when I had my class, I would teach them, we would do yoga and we would do like a yoga pose leader of the day. And, um, and I would do little classes with them, but I would always do like exercises with them learning to use their breath. Mm-hmm. And how powerful it is. And I'll just share with you a beautiful story. There was the youngest in my class, you know, he had some anxiety, uh, not anxiety, just he was a very, he didn't, when new people came in, he got very fearful. And so I was teaching them to use their breath. And when, you know, our bodies become uncomfortable, we start to get worried or nervous or upset, you know, to stop and to, to hone in on that breath. So I loved him so much. And we had someone coming in, I made the announcement and he fell apart. And so I took him away from the group and I brought him over to the side and I knelt down and I said, you know, this person's safe. This is great. This is a helper. It's going to be great. And, and he's like, and he was crying. He's like, I can do this. I can do this. He goes, I'm going to use my breath. I'm going to use my breath. And he took a deep breath and now he is just three. <laughs> and he took a breath out he's like, okay, another breath, another breath. But he was so open that he was using the breath in a way to help him regulate his emotions, which were, you know, at that time, so heightened because he was so fearful and fast forward, he and that person became so bonded by the end of the school year, there was a great love there and it was very wonderful to watch. So I do think that that's why I do the children's classes. I also do, I go on site and I do some work with the elderly. Um, Mm -hmm. I do chair yoga and stretching. You know, I find it easy to, (laughs) I find it easy to navigate people that are at the end of the circle or just at the beginning (laughs) of the circle (laughs) because there's no stuff. You yeah, know what I mean? It's barriers. just easier. Right. It's just easier, yeah. you know? And yeah. um, I, I love, I, and especially the ones that, you know, even dementia, like patients, like I, I, I have a few of those and I, I really enjoy them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're stepping in and out. So it's fun. I but yeah, that. I yeah it's, that. it's great, you know? And, and I think the elderly um, for, for me, the way I see it is they have so much to share. Mm. I did a, a group for years. And this one woman in my group, you know, I would do lots of fun things with them as chair yoga, but I would do get, just try to make them happy. Like we would do a luau or we would do Grammy <laughs> night. Like I had, <laughs> I went to the chair yoga class in the morning. It was the Grammys were on at the Golden Globes. I can't remember. And I went and I had like a full long black dress on <laughs> and fun. I had thought, and I had thought of a strength of each of them. Okay. And then I got those medals, you know, children's birthday party favors. And I read what they're called their name and presented them and said the superlative for whatever it was. And one woman started crying. She's like, I've never won anything in my whole life. You know, I mean, and, and it was just the most simplistic thing. But the point is, is that the story that the woman 
one of the women in one of my groups, because I've had a couple of them, um, she had this fascinating life. And I, I, you know, after years of working, I would hear, hear stories and bits and pieces. And I was just like, she was amazing. And uh, she passed. And it's always sad when they pass. And just because you miss them, they're physical. Um, and one day, one morning, I just kept thinking about her so much. And um, I went to that class and I said something and the worker was like, I've been thinking about her so much today. And then the owner came out and said, oh my gosh, I she's come in, she's come up like three times this morning. So I really feel that she was present, mm. you know, and I, I said a little prayer for her. And then they gave me that group, uh, a rose bush, and I am not good horticulture wise. Um, I don't do well with any plant. Um, <laughs> I planted it and I've had it for so many years and every year it blooms numerous times. And I am reminded they're yellow roses of those people. The most of them have passed. And so I think one day I took some petals that had fallen in. I actually, I think I showered people with them here because I <laughs> like randomly, because I, like I said, I just go with what I feel. And uh, after a class, I just showered them with those yellow petals because they're so, they were so meaningful. What a lovely Beautiful. story. I love that. Yeah. That's so sweet. I love little moments like that where you can feel people from the other side, you know, like that feels like a visit, you know? Yeah. yeah. I Absolutely. love that. So Absolutely. Special. Yeah. Beautiful. Really beautiful. And the flowers now remind the people that the people that are here experience it, you know? So right. it's like that carry over. So they're going to remember, Oh, I just went to, first of all, they're like, what just happened? You know, like, <laughs> they, not like why am I uncovered in roses? You know, like what just happened? And they get up and they're like, wow. You know? And I'm just like, mm. you know, I don't know what to say. Sorry. I don't know. It just happens. Um, so, um, but I feel like I'm also paying in my own way when I'm compelled to do something like that. And it is a pull that I am, um, I'm honoring them and their journey that took place that I was a part of on this earth plane. Now, you understand what I'm saying? Totally. Yeah. So I feel like that when I get pulled to do stuff like that, I, I'm thinking of them. And as I, as people lay in Shavasana here, or whatever we're doing, I bless everyone. I always do. Um, I I think of like, for example, in that scenario, the roses. Like I was blessing all of them as well. That's that's how I do things here, and I am watching things evolve. And people are coming that, like, example, even you, both of you, you know, just that are amazing as well. And I feel like I have this community that people come and they have all the, everyone has a gift you know. everyone has a talent. So it's really awesome to see and to share and to all benefit from each other. I was just going to say, like, I, I bet the people that are drawn to you also have gifts that they haven't maybe yet um, fully aligned with or aren't really cognizant of and coming to you and seeing you just kind of be who you are. And you're like, mm, sorry, this way. <laughs> it is yeah. it is. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, and you know, it's, it's inspiring. Thanks. And it's funny you say that because I have two people here who that 
have been coming and one of them can sing beautifully. I've heard her when she didn't think anyone was listening to one of my songs. And I said to her and she's like, I love to do it. And I'm like, well, you can do it here. You know, you. And she's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. And then I said something to someone else about writing because I know that they write, you know, so you're right. And bring your gifts to the forefront. It's, it, you know, it, but it's all about divine timing and it's all about when they're comfortable and it's all about their journey. And so it's, there's, I always say, and I said to both of them, there's no expiration date. You know, I'm letting you know that I recognize your gift and you're welcome to come. And, and, and during, I mean, there, there, there are people that come and they want to relax and they come to, you know, many services, but if you ever want, I'm here for you. You know, if you ever want to step into it, I'll help you just by in any way I can here, you know? Right. And so that's how I have been approaching even this model. You know, it's, again, I'm not, I'm one person right now, you know, but I'm not looking to like constantly churn out a million classes and fill a space. It's, it's not what I want to do. It's, I want to have people come and, 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 you know, run a successful business, but I want it to be about people actually feeling something when they come and when they leave, that makes them feel good about themselves and let it grow from there. I mean, I think just giving people permission to lean into their gifts in and of itself is a huge, it's a huge gift. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, like I said, it takes, it took me a really long time, you know, and sometimes even, you know, you get into that self doubt, you know, you create a story with one thing, one fear comes up and you've got a whole story going, <laughs> you know, about this thing. And so, you know, it takes time. And, and we're all, like I said, we're all works in progress. I remind my children about that all the time. I'm like, mm -hmm. everyone is, you know, everyone's trying yeah. to do it, you know, mm -hmm. and most of us are doing the best we can. You know, most of us are. Mm -hmm. I, I think that we're all just trying to figure our own stuff out and to navigate. But everyone has purpose. And we have to figure out what that purpose is. And then once we do, try to live it. And that, that's, you know, and then do everything else on top of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Do like all. Adulting. Like you still have to go get groceries. Yeah. Yeah. But then I, I try to like, even in the store, like, you know, try to do like a random act of kindness. Actually, mm -hmm. yesterday morning, I did a five, I did a 5.15 AM class. It was great. And then I had like, it was raining. So I had, I was able to go to the store really quick because um, my husband was at home for a little bit. And um, I ran to the store and we were talking about, I was talking about either that in the morning or the night before the change and how meaningful dimes were to someone and how it reminded them of angels. And so I went to the store and got a couple of things and I went to the self-checkout and someone had left some dimes on the couple dimes right where the um, coin dispenser was. So I was like, and I was asking about something and I was like, okay. And then of course, if you leave something, I always think like if I leave a penny or two, someone will get it and maybe they'll do something and so on and so forth and pay it forward. Um, 
And then I went to my car and I opened the door and I saw like uh, a, a little cross near the door. And then, you know, like where I'll find a feather, I found a feather. And so my, I know my prayers are being answered. Signs are everywhere. And when we're adulting, that's come back to that, mm-hmm. that um, we can still notice mm-hmm. and we can still, you know, make a difference. You know, whoever left those dimes, you know, I like, I like to think that they are like me, you know, in a way. And I, what I don't mean, like in my thought process, you know, Mm -hmm. they're leaving because they want to do a random act of kindness because maybe someone's a dime short, you know, Mm -hmm. but that dime is a big deal. I once did a thing with my children, my olders, we went to a museum and we wanted to look in the, um, you know, you put the quarter in and you can look out. I don't know what that word. It's like this, they're standing and they have a lens. Mm-hmm. And um, I said, let's leave 50 cent or a quarter for the next person mm-hmm. so that when they go, they can put the quarter in and they don't have to. And we'll do something nice. And I said, watch girls, this will come back to you. So fast forward, we ended up going out to eat on the way home the waitress took us to the restaurant. I mean, brought us to our table. We went to sit in the booth and there was 35 cents on the, <laughs> like, see? do you see what I'm saying? It's like a good moment. That's I was a like, perfect thanks teaching for moment. working. Thanks for working with me. Thanks for backing me up. <laughs> Woohoo! I'm in it hard, you know? And I was like, just see what I'm saying? They're like, wow. Yeah. yeah we, we were like that, you know, when my children were younger, iPads really became a thing, you know, and everybody, all these kids had these iPads and you'd go to the grocery store, you'd go wherever. And these kids would just be looking at their iPads. And I was, I was a little strict with that. I was like, "Mm, I don't really, I'm okay with like using it sometimes, but I want you to like explore and live your life a little bit. And, you know, we'd point out and I'd be like, look, that kid missed that really cute puppy because they're just like looking at their iPad. They're not seeing the world around them. And um, fast forward a couple of years later, we were at one of our favorite restaurants and we would always bring a deck of cards and the four of us are playing cards. And, you know, and then there was like a, we were sitting at the bar area. So they had TVs on and there was like a dog show. So we're watching the dog show. And this couple came up to us and they're like, we just wanted to stop and say like, it's so refreshing to see you guys interacting and like, Inter- just interacting with each other and not like the devices, you know, we were like, yeah. Oh, thanks. That's sweet. And they bought our dinner. That's beautiful. We went to go oh, pay wow. and they, they had paid for our dinner. That's and they, awesome. Yeah. It was so lovely. So I said to the kids, I said, see, yeah. <laughs> this is well, what now, do you see how it works? Do you see that? I'm, um, see that I'm right. Um, <laughs> Validate me children. Yes, please. But I love that story. And that's exactly what I'm talking about. I love that those random acts of kindness. I love mm-hmm. that you're you were connecting with your children. Mm-hmm. You were teaching them to connect, right? So we've lost that. And so again, I think that's applicable to you know what I'm doing here. Like it's about that connection. Yeah. You know, yeah. It just is. And it all pays forward. You know, it's always it's a circle. I think you're just a circle person in general. Yeah. I hope so. And then I always say, and I know you both have probably heard me say it when you were here, is, uh, you know, one random act of kindness minimally when you leave. I Mm. always say it at every end of class because I think to myself, whether I have a full house and I'm sold out with my, you know, I have a small, it's 15, it's my max that I take. Or if it's seven, it doesn't matter because I know those 15 people are going to do, if they'd all do one random act, 
Right. You know, it, we're, we're doing good in the morning. You know? Yeah. It multiplies quickly, you know? Yeah. 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 And so it's that trickling effect. And, you know, maybe I'd like to think that in some way I'm doing my best to try to do my part to, to make it better. Mm. I just want to do something to, you know, help. You're still saving the world just a little different route. Yeah. Maybe just doing, I love mother Teresa. She's one of my favorites. And, um, you know, you can do what small things with great love and accounts. So that's what I'm doing. And that's how I live my life. I try to live my life. It's not always easy that way. Um, but I try and, and it's, I'm here with you guys. So it's, it's going okay. <laughs> well, while it. we have you here with us, would you be willing to do a little meditation? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, of course. Of course. We'll do a few minutes. Let's do it. So let's uncross your legs and uh, put your palms up to receive. And you're going to close your eyes. And you're going to start to notice your breath. Breathing in through the nose and out through the mouth. In again through the nose and out through the mouth. And as you start to notice the breath, the shoulders will start to relax. And the body will start to relax. I'm breathing in again. And out. And I want you just to imagine a nice soft white light flowing over the top of the head. And as the light flows down, the body becomes more relaxed. Breathing in and out. The light flows over the crown chakra, flowing down the forehead and over your third eye, over the eyes and nose, ears and mouth. Breathing in and breathing out. Light flows over the throat chakra, the throat cascading over the shoulders and arms and hands in and around the fingers. Breathing in and breathing out. It flows over the heart chakra, the chest, the solar plexus, and floating right down the core. Breathing in, breathing out. The light flows over the navel and the sacral chakra, flowing down the root chakra, down the hips and the legs and the knees, ankles, feet, and toes, and back to the earth. Breathing in. And breathing out. 
I want you to visualize yourself walking right now on a beautiful white path. Breathing in. Breathing out. And with every step you take, you are feeling better and better. Breathing in. And breathing out. And in the distance, you can see a beautiful green area with large trees to the right and the center and the left. And lots of plants, vibrant green. Breathing in. And breathing out. Eagerly walking towards that area that's calling you. The light seems to sparkle there. It seems like a place of sacred, of stillness. Breathing in. And breathing out. And as you come off the path, surrounded by those beautiful green trees. Breathing in. And breathing out. And as you stand on this ground, you realize that you have in your hand, the right side, a large sack. And in the sack, you are carrying your fears and your worries. And breathing in. And breathing out. Not wanting to carry it anymore. And knowing that what you're standing on is sacred. As the earth is powerful. You decide to leave those worries and fears. and not carry them anymore. Breathing in and breathing out. You notice in front of you, in the earth, there is a little indentation, which happens to be the right size for that little bag. It's almost as if that was supposed to be placed there and is meant to be placed there. Breathing in. And breathing out. Placing the bag in front of that space in that area. You open it up to take a glimpse of what's inside specifically. You pull out something that you've encountered early in your life that you still carry. Maybe something that made you feel that you weren't good enough. You dig a little deeper 
and you see something from your current life that's causing you stress and worry. You place them both deeply in and press down, knowing that for today you are not going to carry those worries and those thoughts. Because for today you are enough in every way. You lift the bag and you place it in that perfect spot. The spot where that bag was meant to go. Gently sweeping some earth over. And as you do, you feel the body relaxing. And you feel a sense of calm in the breath. And you breathe in. And you breathe out. I am enough. I am worthy of all good things. I am calm and stress-free. Breath in. Breath out. Giving gratitude to the space around you, you turn. You start to walk back feeling lighter. You're not carrying that bag anymore. And you walk onto the path and you feel excited with the new opportunity of this day and all the good things that you can do and all the gifts that you can share. You are enough. Bringing yourself back now, you can open your eyes. Feeling so wonderful. And we are so grateful. That's so it is. And so it is. Oh, thank you. Welcome. Fiona's <laughs> <laughs> doing a big stretch for people yeah. who can't see her. <laughs> yeah, and so am I because and, and that's that's you know, that's just the way it goes. <laughs> Oh, that was great. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank, Thank you for you. coming on to talk to us. Thank you for having me. Oh. All right. One, ran, one random act of kindness as we leave, whoever's listening. Got it. Got it. Okay. All yeah, right. Like it. We will include links of where everybody can find your studio. And Thank you. Obviously, we recommend going if you didn't get that by now. <laughs> well, you'll definitely Thank be you. seeing me more because I'm almost done working. I put in my notice. So I have a couple more weeks and you're only like 30 minutes from me now. Yay. So it's totally doable. I want to bring my mom. I think my mom would love mm, your yeah. energy. She's uh, I would love to have her. And, you know, I think that any age is good. And yeah, I appreciate that. It's all about word of mouth, right? Yeah, yeah. Awesome. I mean, she's pretty young. She acts like she's not, but I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like we got plenty of time. She's fabulous. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, fabulous people enter in, so enter the store all the time, every moment. So that's the good. It. That's the good news. She'll be in good company. That's right. That's right. 
Awesome. Thank you so right. much. Thank you. Thank for you guys. Me. Bye. Bye. All right. All so, right. Angela. Um, Re-listen. Yes, I got through most of it. I didn't get to listen to the entire thing, but I was like, you know what um, came to mind was just the common theme of like this subconscious work that we kind of Mm. always talk about, like law of assumption and just, you know, all that stuff. It's hard to do if you have limiting beliefs in the way. So tools like meditation and hypnosis help to clear that so that you can more easily, you know aligned to what you're like trying to call in or whatever yeah I know it kind of made me want to go see her for some hypnosis might try it I'm I have like a list of people I'm going to bring there (laughs) (laughs) Sunday field trip (laughs) you know so after we recorded I went to work and of course saw Hawk on my way of course you did yeah yeah and I told her and um she wrote us back that she had found a bunch of feathers after. So that's oh, cool. Cause fun. that's her like symbol of, or her sign. Yes. Things are good. I love that. Yeah. But just in case my spirit guides are listening and we need Which to. Which they de- probably are. Yeah. We need to develop a language, like not feathers. I would like hundred dollar bills as my sign. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys can leave some, even one around, that would be amazing what's gonna happen when you find a hundred dollar bill whoa <laughs> oh no it'll all be i think confirmed. it would just be yeah i wonder if it'd be too too easy i feel like you would have further proof you'd be like oh well i left this hundred dollar bill in my pocket so obviously it's still in my well, i don't want to find my own hundred dollar bill but I mean, I you guess specify you're all still right. finding it fine any hundred dollar bill that i didn't like <laughs> steal or something <laughs> all right good putting it out there what i love it do you feel like you have signs like i know she was saying someone is dimes um, yeah um definitely hawks i see hawks all the time yeah um lately i've been seeing my birthday a lot 10 14 i like just see it Mm. randomly so i'm always like huh okay what do you think that means i don't really know i don't know what a lot of a lot of the things mean I just, and I don't really look for the meaning of it other than like just confirmation that I'm being guided and that I'm on the right path. Like I see a lot of triple numbers all the time and it's never, I mean, sometimes it's in confirmation if I'm like thinking about something or worrying about something, but for the most part, I'm just like, okay, thanks for chilling. Thanks for Mm -hmm. like watching my back. Okay. You know? Yeah. My mom's number that she likes to see is 1234. Mm. She calls it happy time and she sends me Your a text so if she cute. sees it. Yeah. <laughs> and so then I, One, t- two, three, send, four. I send her a text if I see it too. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. I like that. Um, But yeah, I need some more signs. I mean, I guess your sign could be like whatever, whatever you want it to be. Right. That's what I'm saying. hundred dollar bills. hundred dollar bills. Okay. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> also, have you ever been hypnotized? Oh yeah. What happened? I mean, I feel like I've done a lot of different hypnosis. I don't do, 
I mean, it's not like something necessarily happened, but like Lacey Phillips, like, have you ever done her programs and her work? Oh yeah. I've tried those. It's all hypnosis. Mm. And so what I have is what I'm imagining hypnosis is. Okay. I've never done like the ones where they make you like cluck like a chicken. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. Why would I do that? (laughs) Okay. I don't want to do those ones either. But are you thinking like, cause I know there's some that you could like get hypnotized to like lose weight and then you don't eat yes. like bad food or anything like that. I've never done anything like that. No. Okay. I feel like Lacey Phillips, like the self hypnosis just feels like you're thinking about things. Does it feel different than thinking to you? Yeah. No, I like, I can drop in pretty quickly, but I need the right environment. Mm. Like I have to have my door locked. I have to make sure that nobody can get to me while I'm in that state, because Mm -hmm. I think that's, that's a part where a lot of people, like, if you don't feel safe in the environment, your body won't allow you to go deep Mm. because it's like very vulnerable. Yeah. Like I was trying to do it one time I was sitting on my, in my sunroom at my old house, we had a recliner in there. So I was just like on the recliner, I'm like, Oh, I'm going to listen to this, like whatever. And I just couldn't drop in. And I was like, Oh, it's because like I'm on the front porch and Mm -hmm. I hadn't locked the door. So I'm like, anyone can interrupt me or like I can get abducted. I'm just right. Prime. Well, Felix to jump on you just when you're trying to settle into a nice little meditation. Exactly. Like when you listen to her doing the meditation, do you feel like, like, did you, I, Beyonce came to me. I I was hanging with Beyonce while she was doing that thing. I don't what? know why. Yeah, it was weird. I was like, oh, Beyonce's here. Okay. <laughs> what was in your bag? <laughs> I don't even remember. All I remember is Beyonce. Interesting. Interesting. What do you think that means? I don't know. What do you think it means? <laughs> You're nuts. No. <laughs> um you listened to her song earlier or something i don't know no you're just channeling your best powerful self performer self yeah maybe i think those things like maybe you should have hypnosis done in person by somebody like angela that's what i'm saying and then you may be able to to drop in better for the self-hypnosis yeah i think because i felt like her meditation class was so effective mm, mm-hmm. then that might be a good fit for yeah hypnosis. so maybe i'll try it. she also I'll- does a really good job during her class because it's like a lot of gentle stretching to start and it's almost like you've spent this whole like whatever 45 minutes like just grounding in your body and in mm-hmm. yourself you're like very present from just the deep stretch and all the deep breathing that by the time she takes you to um the guided meditation like you are primed like it's yeah. hard to just drop in if you're not prepping your body. Like if you're in a heightened state or something like that, like, you know, yeah. it's a, it's a fine balance. And I, I remember um, doing her class. And when you first lay down in Shavasana, I remember thinking like, I'm not comfortable, it kind of hurts mm. my back. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think I'm going to be able to lay here for a while. I need to like squirm around. I mean, I need to move. And by the end of it, like 10 minutes later, whatever it is, I'm like I could stay here all day. It's wonderful. (laughs) So it is cool how it shifts. Yep. It is interesting. And what else? Oh, yeah. Everybody keeps talking about divine timing. So annoying. (laughs) Not that they're talking about it, but just divine timing in itself. What about it is annoying to you? Too slow. (laughs) 
I know that's been my, I always thought I was a patient person. Okay. Growing up, everyone's yeah. like, you're so patient. You have so much patience. And I guess in a way I do, like I am very calming. So like if people are crazy around me, I'm just like, I can stay very calm. But when it comes to like patience of like, oh, I want something to happen. Like I want it done yesterday. I don't want to yeah. wait to like then see when something's going to happen. It's been something I've been working on literally for years, probably the past five years. How's it going? It's much easier now. <laughs> and now I just don't even care. I'm like, yeah, that will happen when it's supposed to like, whatever. Mm, all right. Well, I still had some work to do around that. Probably some hypnosis. Just saying. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I have to decide which thing I want to tackle. <laughs> oh, here's the other thing I wanted to follow up with you. Or do you have other thoughts on this? Um, I just have a, ran a random question. So okay. with Angela, when you do hypnosis, is it for a specific thing? Like, do you go in being like, this is what I want to work on? Or does it just come up during the session? Do you know? That's well, just a random question, but. My guess would be you go in with something you want, like a focus, but I don't know. Okay. That's I could let true. you know if I do it. All right. Perfect. TBD. Okay. okay, great. All right. Here's what I'm wondering, because we've been talking about this for a while, that your final day of <gasps> official full-time work is coming up. Oh my God. And I was guys. wondering how you're feeling about that. I feel like you talk um, a big talk, but in real life, it's going to get scary <laughs> when we get there. <laughs> it's definitely like waves. Okay. Yeah. Top of the wave. I'm like, hell yeah, this is going to be awesome. And then I come to like a little low part of the wave and I'm like, oh God, I have no purpose. What's my purpose? Mm -hmm. I'm just going to be sitting around doing nothing. Like, what do you mean? Um, And part of it too, is like every single person that you tell that you're quitting your job, literally the response is like, well, what are you going to do? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, nothing. And they're like, what? And then they start giving me things to do. And I'm like, mm -hmm. well, I don't want things. I don't want to do anything. I'm tired. Leave me alone. So I think that's part of it. Also, there's a full moon coming. So I just feel like I I was just noticing yesterday. I was like, wow, I'm, I'm feeling a little nervous of like what's going to take up my day. Not as if I have nothing to do because mm -hmm. that's actually not true. Like I'm parenting a child, like there's nothing more important than <laughs> being a mom to your kids. Right. But at the same time, I'm just like, I don't know. Yeah. It's interesting. Mm. Yeah. I think I would even doing nothing, quote unquote, I would be like cooking and cleaning and having 10 projects and then trying yes. to do other stuff and not like, you're not actually doing nothing. Right. But I mean, I am, my plan is that week one, I'm doing nothing. I'm just mm -hmm. going to lay in my bed all week. And I'm just going to lay there and watch TV and like veg out. Okay. I'm going to meditate a lot. I'm going to try and just reestablish my nervous system because I feel like I've just been in such a heightened stress mm -hmm. that I'm noticing that I'm like, trying to create stress where stress doesn't need to be because my body's so used to being in a stressed out state. Mm, you ever notice that? Refamiliarize yourself with being chill instead of yes. being stressed. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard to let go of it. If you feel like right. you've been like kind of anxious and going fast for a long time when you sit, you're like, is this okay to sit? Should I be doing exactly. something? Is it going to sneak up on me? Exactly. Yeah. 
So I've already told my husband, I'm like, you guys can do whatever, but like everyone can come visit me in the bedroom because that's where <laughs> I'm going to be. <laughs> Don't be like, do you want to go somewhere today? Because I'm going to say no. Are we still going to record the show? You're just going to be set up in bed? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'll get bored, but who, yeah, I think that would be fun for about an hour. Yeah. I say a week. So like if I get a day or two, that'll be good. Right. Yeah. I'm like shooting for the stars. I'll land somewhere in between. Um, I just will trust my body to guide me, but I am looking forward to the things I'm really looking forward to not having full-time job, seeing mm -hmm. my friends and hanging out with my friends. I haven't mm -hmm. been able to hang out with my friends or even really like my family who I have friendships with mm -hmm. in years, like since before COVID. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I've just been, I went from like being in a pandemic, then having a baby during that said pandemic, then jumping into full-time work. And I just haven't stopped. So I'm really excited about that. Yeah. That part sounds amazing. I'm glad mm -hmm. you're going to be available. You want to go to hot yoga and dance class and stuff? I know. Yes. Okay. I found a dance class by my house. <laughs> okay. I'll then I'm going to try. Yeah. It's like eight minutes away. It's, it looks pretty fun. Love it. All right. So we yeah. have that coming up. That's your birthday. Up. And I'm trying to think what other follow-ups. Oh, did you do a random act of kindness yesterday? <gasps> did I? I may have forgotten, but let me I think. Forgot. I forgot. I wasn't kind to anyone all day. Anyone? No, I'm just kidding. I was normal, <laughs> but I didn't consciously do a random act of kindness. So I have to. I know. Put I it back on my radar. Today. I know. I listened to the meditation again this morning. It was nice. Oh, I'm trying to think. I mean, I work in customer service most of the time. So I'm like. Yeah. I mean, I'm I sure also... was nice to someone, but I don't think I was extra nice to anyone. I was providing services for people yesterday, but was I being extra kind? Mm, I'm going to say I was just doing my job. Same. Yeah. I don't think it counts. All right. We'll do better today. today. All right. So also before we sign off, just a little reminder, if you're enjoying the show, please share it with a friend. Yep. We love that. And that'll be great. And I will talk to you soon. Okay. All right. See you Bye. next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>